the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called shadow runners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, while the team is in the midst of a fact-finding mission touring the newly occupied by anarchists Carnegie Arcology for police negotiator Vern Solix, a Lone Star rifle goes off and kills a striking police officer. This sets off a riot which sweeps into and through the Chaz. Chaz board member and team contact Odin Alulak asks the crew to help defend the building from the marauding off-duty cops, and they oblige, only to be met with a mysterious subgroup of police sporting blue suits, gold armbands, and highly advanced tactics. The siege comes to an end when Lux is able to convince a critical mass of rioters to congregate in Stern Auditorium, where the Chaz Mage Corps is able to put them all to sleep. And when Lash is able to finally confront the Decker Casanova, who has been menacing her via the Arcology's host all evening. We join the team now, Lash outside, having just bested the Decker and the team inside in the server room as the late night commotion is dying down. Uh, so Lash, uh, Comlinks, TK. All right, all clear. We should be, uh, this problem I was having should be, should be over. How's it going? Uh, okay, I'm not even going to ask. Uh, things are, things are, uh, situation normal over here. Uh, I think it's time for us to leave. You guys are still in the server room. I think uh, you were watching Lash from uh, the security system. Uh, so you can see like a little Lash in the cameras, you know, from where you are. Uh, you are in a room also with Odina. Uh, TK stands in front of the monitor that has Lash in it. So no one can see what, what she's doing <laughs> or what she's done. <laughs> uh, Lash comlinks back. Uh, everything cool with the, with the, with the cops, with the guys with the armbands? Is that situation figured out? Viv turns to Odina. Are we finished? Odina looks at you and she, she says, well, I haven't heard anything. Let's go see. And, uh, she kind of starts to get up. And as she's getting up, Thistle, who has been asleep, kind of like, stirring here and there sort of like moaning groggy like this this movement sort of like jolts her awake and her eyes slowly open and she like sort of looks up at you guys and she goes did i miss anything <coughs> oh and like grabs her side and uh Odina kind of like squeezes out from underneath her and stands and look uh, looks at her and stands her up and leans her up against a, a desk and says you missed quite a bit but i'll fill fill you in later you should take a rest and she hobbles over over to the captain's chair that lash had sat in and you know you can all see like this chair lash maybe like 
kind of big in the chair, uh, <laughs> like, you know, fit, but like just barely. Uh, Thistle, this was like custom made. It's like, a, you know, tailored gamer chair for this tiny woman. And she kind of like dozes off a little bit. And Odina looks at all of you and gestures to the open door to the server room and leaves. Do you all follow? Yeah. Yeah. Odina takes you through the Chaz up through a bunch of the passageways that you know. She's walking slowly. Uh, you can tell she's tired. It's been a long night. And you can hear murmuring. She's looking at that flip out screen that you've seen her use. She turns around and she says, yeah, I'm not seeing anything that indicates there's any trouble. So I think it's safe for us to enter. And at this moment, you're back at the lobby. You're in front of the entrance of Stern Auditorium. And she opens up these two double doors. And yeah. Inside, it's a very strange sight once you get in there. There's hundreds of men, mostly men, just asleep in Stern Auditorium. <laughs> and there's maybe two, three dozen Chazers going to each one of them with a camera, taking a photo, and then taking biometric data, scanning their fingerprints, and scanning their ears. And then there's another group that you can see is picking them up, putting them on cloth stretchers, bringing them outside. Lash, outside, if you're next to the van and you're walking back towards the Chaz, there is a slow parade starting just now. Uh, like you're starting to see the first ones arrive. People bringing unconscious dudes out on stretchers, just dropping them in the park that the van is parked next to just putting them outside. And Odina turns to the rest of you and says, uh, it seems like we have everything under control for now. <sighs> Thank you. You're very welcome. And she looks and she says, uh, well, is, will Lash be joining us? Yeah, I think she's, she's on she's, her way back right now. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing stuff. She had to take care of a security I issue. As we asked her to do. And I appreciate that very much. It has definitely been an interesting evening, a long one. I think there's a lot for us to discuss. I'm tired. You all, I'm sure, are very tired. She looks at TK and she says, I owe you, all of you, for the help that you've given if you are interested in what we're doing here and in helping more, I would be very interested in employing your services to find out what happened tonight and who those men were, the ones in the blue suits. Hmm. With the gold armbands? With the gold armbands. They hmm. seem different from many of the other people who were here. I only caught bits and pieces looking over Lash's shoulder in the security room, but maybe tonight you can rest, and that can happen later. Well, I don't know. We, um, we have questions about those same people. We've never really faced people like that. Yes. Um, Lux, uh, Lux looks down and he's still carrying one of their advanced rifles and he is white knuckling this thing. Um, because um, in a lot of situations, Lux has a way out. He may not be able to win a fight. He has a way out, but these, these guys are truly scary. And uh, Lux looks down at his hand and sees that he's his arm is going to cramp if he keeps holding this rifle this tight. And he finally kind of breathes and lets his hand go. This rifle's got a sling, so he kind of lets it hang in front of him. And he says, um, 
So we're going to be doing some research uh, about those guys and letting you know what we find. And if there are any resources of ours that can be put to force in that endeavor, please do not hesitate to let us know. I am also very curious to learn what happened on the Lone Star side and how they managed to lose control of one of their officers and create such a situation. That might be a harder question to answer, though. Uh, Lux realizes that he hasn't even thought about this, and and part of the implication, at least in Lux's mind, is that someone or a group of people at Lone Star could also be involved in, in sort of a coup or some sort of just instigating action to help facilitate um, these police officers and the people in blue. Lash, when you arrive in the midst of this conversation, Odina has just finished saying her piece about the Lone Star people, and she looks at you and she walks by uh, whoever you are uh, standing behind, and she hugs you. Lash, <laughs> it's is um, it's not a good, shock. it's not a good hug. <laughs> Lash. A, is Odin a bad hugger? Odin is a bad hugger. <laughs> oh, she's not, you can tell she does not do it that often. And she's quite is small, she, is she right? All angle, is she's she also, all angles? It's like she's ve- yeah, very yeah. She's very tiny. She's so very small. There's a big, yeah, yeah. There's a big size mismatch, um, and also yeah, like you can tell that she. The, it's earnest. She meets. She knows that the hug means something, mm-hmm. uh, but it's hard hard to say whether or not she's good at communicating it outside mm-hmm. of the fact that it is just a hug. Lash is very good at hugs uh, <laughs> and respectfully accepts the hug. Mm-hmm. Says, uh, yeah, whatever you need, Odna, just let us know. You also feel a wet claw pat you on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, this, <laughs> this is Aberforth. <laughs> okay. Very sorry. Very sorry about that. Yeah. Stop touching people. A spectral <laughs> lobster floating around. <laughs> I told you, <gasps> do not touch people. <gasps> While you're talking to the lobster, uh, Lux, your calm begins ringing. And if this makes any sense, it's ringing hard. <laughs> uh, Odina puts her finger up and says, I am going to go check in with the team Please rest well, and we'll be in touch very soon. And she walks into Stern Auditorium. As Odinale's everyone's comm begins ringing. Oh, uh, Lux you're getting notifications. Ringing, you know, vibrating notifications. Bloop, bloop, Lux checks bloop, his comm. It's Vern. Vern's calling everybody. Lux, you're the first to pick up. Oh boy. Yeah, I'll pick up. Hey, Vern. Before you hear his voice, you hear the chaos in the background. Uh, you hear human voices, like the the low, deep, like uh, voices of trolls and and some orcs. Uh, and everyone is panicked. You hear a little bit of snipped yelling, not like anyone's being threatened, but of like professional people who are very serious and pushed to their breaking point. Listen, Haven't broken yet. Vern, I can't hear you. I'm sorry, Vern. Can you speak up? I, I can't. I, I yes, can't hear hold you. On. Vern, Vern, you got five minutes, Vern. I've got as much time as I fucking need. Lux, are you okay? I uh, you're okay? Uh, fine. Y- yes, uh, Vern. Um, what's going on? Uh, Viv blips into the call. <laughs> oh, Viv is here. Yeah, we're, we're all we're all here. What do you mean? What's going on? What's going on down there? I saw everything's on the cameras. Everything's on the news. Well, it seems like most um, of the. Um, uh, you know, off-duty police officers in the city have uh, took it upon themselves to um, sack. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We all yeah. saw something else. Listen, it's, it's much uh, more I'm, complicated than that. And also, okay. that's not exactly what's going on. Okay. Uh, okay. But listen, you're, you're okay. Viva's, Viva, yes. you're okay. Yes. yes. I'm fine. Did, you, did you know about this? Did, no. Did anybody communicate that they were doing this to you? Why would I do this? This is a nightmare. Okay. What do you mean? Okay, you don't think I did this? No, I'm 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 wondering who, who organized this. Question, Vern. I'm not saying you did anything. What I'm saying is I almost died from a bunch of police officers. You are running a, a, a union and a, and a leader in this force, and I'm asking you what's going on, and you have no answers for me. That's all no, I'm saying. No, I don't have, I didn't say I have no answers. Listen, I just, first of all, I want to call to make sure everyone is okay. No one shot, no one is cursed in some way. Every, you're fine. Barely, yeah. Yeah, we're, oh. yes, barely, barely we're fine. Because once the cameras were off, once everybody was inside, there's no information. It's absolute chaos down there. It's the only thing everyone, I sent you down there. I'm, res I'm responsible for this. I'm so sorry. No, yeah, we I know you, we know you sent, we know you sent us here yeah, at the exact saying, time that this happened, Vern, so, so you have to I'm understand. Just to make sure you're okay. Listen, listen, no, I did not know this was coming. I'm so glad you're all right. Things are not going Hokey dory up here. Uh, okay. This is not. We're having a bad time. Uh, yeah. This things could not have gone worse. I'm actually. It looks like maybe even the union contract negotiations are are collapsing. Nobody wants to even talk to the NYPD Incorporated right now. This is extraordinarily bad. And I listen. Did I know about the last line? Yes. We all know about the last line. There's, there's groups within the police department, but there's just some people who occasionally say stupid shit in meetings and and. Things like that, you don't know that they're organized, you don't know that they're funded. This is a complete surprise to me. This is, yes, I didn't, no one knew how many there were. No one knew any, that this could even happen, it was possible the, to happen. The last line, that's an extremist group within the NYPD Incorporated that you knew about. Well, I, there's lots of groups of assholes. They all have their own little uh -huh. caucus and their own little, oh, <laughs> they go out to drink, these guys, and these girls go out, go out to sure. fish. And, you yeah, know, you know, like, guys have arm patches, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the last slide, but mostly they, you know, I mean, they're fairly uh -huh. new and they're only active on the, like, like okay. they just, they're the guys that get in there and ruin every thread, everybody writes. Okay. Uh, you know, but uh, nobody knew there were so many and nobody knew they had non-department uh, issued weapons, guns, and, and apparently they're very organized and there's a lot of money. Listen, all this is new information to us and I'm honestly just trying to put all the stuff. Yes, yes, no. I no, I'm talking. No, the friends. No, it's a personal friend. Hurry up. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. You need to figure out who these guys were. I want to know wh where they've been taught. I, I everything. I listen. I know you're tired. Oh, it's a long day. I would say guten tag. There's nothing guten about this tag. This is the right. worst day I've had in so long. Oh God, I think I might lose my office. I think I might lose. The cowboys are going insane over here. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. Vern, we, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about your uh, most recent recent requisition form. Uh, oh, we we'll talk about it tomorrow, Rick. Yeah, 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 tomorrow. It's bad. Uh, Lash drops in because she kind of uh, has Lux comlink uh, kind of hacks. She's always kind of listening in. Vern. Yeah. Oh, it's so good to hear your voice. <laughs> oh, Vern, Vern, if we're gonna do something for you, you gotta help us out a little bit. You said this security footage is everywhere? 
security footage no it's just all the like all all the trades all the holograms all everyone is pictures the media videos, coverage the roof, from all the drones everything that happened on the roof everything that happened yeah. in front of the building the assassination it's everywhere and they're assassinated. We're... Do you understand that normally someone shoots one of your boys? Everybody's black wreaths everywhere. There's black armbands. And everyone is like, we got to stand. We got to back the blue. Not this time. Everyone's fucking furious. We look like fucking fascists out there. Mm. <laughs> but our, our faces oh God, all I over just that got footage. To, no, I just got the message from our sentiment tracker. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <sighs> I hope, I, I mean, this is the worst case scenario. This is it. I, I'm so glad you're okay. I want you okay. to fucking find out where these shites heads came from. What the fuck is going on? Where are they organizing? Why, there should not be so many of them. Why Fern, is it, do you know, who, do you know who any of their leaders are? I mean, there's, all the ones I saw on the camera were either current NYPD Incorporated employees or retired NYPD. I okay. recognize some of the retired ones. I think some of the older ones were maybe retired officers that I don't know that before my time. But Vern, everyone I recognized either worked for us or worked yeah. for us in the past. Send but listen, they shouldn't have those guns. That's a well-organized, well-funded militia. Send us everything you have on the people you recognize. Everything. Even if you think I it's done. What? So I cannot just send you the names of all the invites. I cannot. I, I can't. That is such a profound data crime. I don't even know how to say it. Well, you put it somewhere safe in quotes, and we'll make sure that it stays safe. Okay, I, I'll try to send you everything I have, but that's the problem is I don't have anything. Like, we can do facial recognition. Oh, I'll be right fucking there, okay? Tell them to hold on. I'll be there in five minutes. I just, just get, no. Get Dolores to give them a quote. She can do the quote. Listen. <sighs> Dolores does not have media training. Yeah. <laughs> well. That's the problem, Lux. I don't have very much things to give you. We yeah. recognize some faces. The computer recognizes some faces. But just a few, you know. But, I mean, this, this is not something that should have happened. But also, why is no one talking about the cowboy shooting my, my, the, the cops outside? Why is we no one talking about that? Yeah, we don't know how that happened. Um, it's a corporate laser. fucking assassination. You yeah. fucking find out. Listen, Vern, yeah. before oh, you go, yeah. before you go, if yeah. you're, we're going to do anything for you and figure this out, you have to help with this media coverage. We cannot be all over the media. Our faces cannot be there. I, I mean, I, I, you can't. Uh, your friend at Horizon, maybe someone, you have some strings still left to pull. I'm pulling every string I have. You think there's a string left to pull? I'm not pulling right now. I'm asking them for so much. I have to, I have to, I'll, okay. You know what? Burn. Okay. Burn. Listen, These listen. guys kicked me off a server. Vern, it's not a good time. There's nothing gooten about this talk, Vern. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's not the time with, with, with Lash. Who kicked you off the server? One of these. Armband last the last line. What did you, you call? You mean them? like they reached in and grabbed you and pulled you out of the jack? Or? No, they just you know kicked me off in terms of my administrative power. I were you. You mean they, there was a hacker with the the last line? There's a hacker. Yeah, they have they have a hacking team. They shouldn't. Well, they do, and not a, not a very good one. <laughs> kind of good. They have one. Yeah. <laughs> Something is up. I'll talk to Horizon, 
I'll do the best I can, but you cannot unring the genie bell. You can't put the toothpaste back in the genie bottle. So thousands of people see your face. That's, that's out. That's out there. That's done. I talk to Horizon. I see if we can't spin it as like, um, you know, fascist elements within the invite. I can't say you're working for us. I can't say you're on the side. Fascist elements in the invite. I don't know. This is not my specialty. Just bury I, I have to go. Footage. I have to go. Okay. I'll do what I can for Horizon. I, I, I do what I okay. can. Okay. Vern's right. voice is moving okay. away from his calm. And Remember to breathe, okay. Vern. Remember to breathe. Okay. TK lights a cigarette. <laughs> How was the call? <laughs> is Ona still in the room? She's still in the room, yes. Uh, she's not near you. She went off talking to some of the people who are getting the um, photos of the people that they have put to sleep. Lux comes, Odina, to ask her if any of the sleeping people with now available information, biometrics, everything were the uh, gold band people. And those are people of interest for us. And we would like any information they have uh, on anybody sleeping that fits that description, ha have those uh, sent to us. You see her when you send it from afar, open up her little folding screen and you see a typing animation and then a little thumbs up emoji. Cool. Nice. Well, I think it's time for us to leave. Hello. What's up? It's me, your boy. That's right. It's Bijan Steven. Hello. Hello. This is an ad. I just want to disclose that up front. This is an ad, and it's an ad for our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Fun City Ventures. It's a great Patreon. We have so much content there. Like, honestly, we're making content for it all the time. And by content, I mean delicious extra podcasts for your hungry ears. I'm talking... You know, fucking uh, the, uh, uh, what's it called? Hold on, let me Google this. I'm really bad at selling stuff. Sorry, guys. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't subscribe. Ah, uh, uh, yes. We have fun chatty, baby. That's an extra Patreon perk. It's the good talk podcast where we answer your questions and occasionally Ipanema ourselves. Uh, we also have like extra games and stuff. We do so many other recordings that you don't even hear. You don't get to hear them because you're not there in the room. I mean, you do get to hear them eventually. But, you know, like, who wants... I guess that's that's how you would hear them. You're not part of... The, you're not in the cast. I guess... Okay, you know what? I'm gonna drop that line of inquiry. All I'm saying is you should become a patron because we got all this extra stuff that I can't... I don't even... I mean, look, we make stuff all the time and it's all there. And you, you spend, what, $5 a month? Like, that's like a coffee in New York City. Like, an expensive coffee. But, you know, like a coffee in New York City. I don't know if you'd spend $5 on a black coffee, but like a latte for sure, you know? That's like a latte a month, bro. That's a latte a month. I can afford a latte a month, I think. I hope. Anyway, um, this is all to say, please subscribe to our Patreon because it's good for the environment. I don't know if that's legally true or not, strictly speaking, but it's definitely good for us and it'll help us keep making the show because we use your money to make more of the show. That's what we do here. The transaction is very, very simple as I understand it, which to be honest, could be incomplete as an understanding. Who knows? Anyway, subscribe to Fun City Ventures on Patreon. Fun City Ventures, or patreon.com slash forward slash, this is important, forward slash Fun City Ventures. Oh yeah, bye. You guys go outside, it's 
probably like maybe 12.30, maybe 1 a.m. This morning you got the all clear that it was safe to move about the city with no restrictions. This afternoon uh, you went to the Brooklyn Archipelago to have an altercation with some whooshing wage mages. Uh, this evening you went to the Chaz for a tour and tonight you defended that same building from a siege of uh, New York City police officers and as you are exiting the campus heading back i presume towards uh, henley who is circling tk your calm rings mm. picks up you hear gabe's voice you guys still working what are you doing <laughs> i thought i thought you said you said at 11 a.m this morning that we were all going out and that we were we were gonna party and i i have not received one message not one phone call gabe gabe you got you got stims Come get, and meet me at Iridescent get, Recidivism. Get we him, are get, we're having a blast. Get him ready, because uh, coming in hot. You can take your time, but also, yeah, definitely get here as soon as humanly possible. Lux hears <laughs> TK say this, and he has that feeling that you have when you're back at home with your parents uh, for the holidays, and you hear your mom on the phone say, oh, yeah, yeah, we're all going to be there tonight. And you look at your siblings <laughs> And you're like, what are we going to be out? I'm I'm in my pajama. What are you talking about? We're going to be here tonight. Like, I am not going to be anywhere tonight. Uh, Lux was thinking about his toasty muffins um, that he was going to make um, with his little hot cocoa and his slippers. Um, yeah. TK uh, sees Lux looking a little tired, offers him a, a cigarette from the soft pack. Um, Lux has never smoked before in his life. Um, and he uh, takes a cigarette and just lights it up. <laughs> TK, TK lights you, it you feel terrible. It's just all. Why does anyone <laughs> do this? No, you feel you feel good. You feel you feel like you're you've completed something. A stage of your life has ended, and a new one is beginning. Yeah, it uh, was uh, it was um, just this this moment of resignation where he already told Gabe he would. He doesn't want to let Gabe down. Guess something Gabe has been looking forward to. He knows he can't back out now, so he's just he says fuck it, and um, he takes a drag on the cigarette. Where the fuck is Henley? Where is Henley? Uh, Henley's been circling. So uh, if you guys are ready to... Lux uh, uh, sees a shadow of what looks like a giant spider um, <laughs> all around him. And then he sees something yeah, or hears Henley's, something crawling down a building. <laughs> Henley, Henley's just been hanging upside down yeah. in a tree. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I think uh, TK gets in, gets in the driver's seat. Cigarette's still lit. Uh, and uh, Henley turns on uh, the the heavy air filter. So Gabe invited uh, the four of you to Iridescent Recidivism, which is a <laughs> club that you have been to in the past. Um, I do not believe that we have been to it in a canon show. I think you've only been to it in our test games, but uh, it is a bar. It is a club that you know well that is in Morgantown. Do you want to go to Iridescent Recidivism? Yeah. Lux does not want to go. He is going. Okay, got yeah, it. Okay, same. that's a fair. Same. That's fair. All right. Oh, TK is very excited. TK is like, finally, <laughs> some shit that I I like to do. It's there, like, we killed like people. Like, there's a body count to the day. You know, it's been a yeah, stressful day. There's sure. nothing, stressful nothing day, better yeah. to get that. You know, get it out of your system. Like, forgetting <laughs> that you exist for a minute. Lash has sustained quite a bit of stun damage, and she's feeling. You know, she has that splitting headache that only seems to be getting worse. As she steps in, Henley, she is downing a orange Gatorade, thinking that that's going to make her feel better because she's going out. 
TK programs the location into Henley. Uh, TK, what kind of music is Henley going to be playing? I think uh, I, w- I think Henley needs to be playing something that's like you know in the mid in the, the midpoint between relaxing and and hype because you know we're at the part of the day where you have to like mentally prepare to get yourself out of doors. You know what I mean? You have right. to, and you need an appropriate soundtrack. So I, I don't know. I think um, maybe some like some soft dark wave synth, <laughs> something that like feels like you're you're driving on the highway at night off to do something nefarious. (laughs) The team float in Henley from the west side of Manhattan south to Morgantown, the floating rhizomatic sub-city of the archipelago. Iridescent recidivism was an old haunt of some of the team's earliest Johnsons. Once a cramped underground dance club, it is now a sprawling four-floor chrome and neon entertainment complex, consuming a southern corner of the floating mini-megalopolis, unit by unit. Rounding the northwest corner of Morgantown, they are met with a throng of boats, floating cars, skimmers, dinghies, and a few yachts. The lights of the club are pulsing, white, purple, pink, blue, and the bass is loud enough to thrum against Henley's submerged hull. Everyone, it seems, has been waiting for this moment, and they are all here. The team docks, exits the car, and approaches the club. A thousand or more revelers ready and waiting to receive and welcome them to this vibrating, polychromatic Eden. You all stand kind of like at the foot of this. It stretches out long ways in front of you. Uh, You can see that there is a DJ at the far end, lots of bright flashing lights. You're surrounded by people. I got nothing for you. What do you want to do? You're at the party. What is every what's everybody's first act at the party? Uh, TK gets out of the car. He uh, finds a a space on the ground, does like three push-ups, does a couple jumping jacks, stretches. (laughs) Got to stretch. Got to be limber. Uh, Yeah, and uh, takes a couple deep breaths and then just wades in. The other three of you see TK just melt into this sea of people in the dance floor. (laughs) Viv merges with Albaforth because he might be a little scary looking in a a club situation, but he's just water, so he's just going to make her look a little sweaty. (laughs) Oh, so you're going to get into like a clear, clear liquid water spacesuit kind of thing? 
Kind You're of. just surrounded by, by just, water? That's cool. He just splashes into her. Uh, she calms Gabe for a, would you mind dropping a pin? Where are you? You do not get a response, but you do get a location uh, for Gabe, and it seems like he's in the back, stage left, near a bar. Viv heads there. Yeah. Uh, Lux, um, Lux knows Gabe's drink, right? What, what is Gabe's drink? Gabe's drink is, is milk. Oh, yes. So, so Lux, uh, Lux goes off to find some of that good milk. The ball pit really popularized adult milk, um, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> adult milk. <laughs> uh, other other places uh, around have started carrying it, sort of like the egg cream, you know, like one mm. place really, yeah, uh, yeah. But then it becomes a standard, and so yeah, there is in fact uh, an adult milk on on the menu uh, here at Iridescent Recidivism. Okay, well, uh, Lux gets uh, five of them. Yeah, okay. um, <laughs> that should and, uh... just barely be enough. Yeah, <laughs> well, one for each of us and uh, starts <laughs> oh, I thought you meant just to... for Gabe. Okay, sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> for all of this. We're going to toast um, <laughs> this, you know, anachronistic thing that people used to do um, and I guess still do, but we're going to be confused about that. And and then uh, Lux uh, gets the milk and uh, he walks over to uh, where Gabe's pen is. Does Lash head in that direction too? Lash um, saw what TK did, immediately started mimicking exactly. Lash really hasn't been to many clubs. Uh, she's young and she doesn't have many friends um, <laughs> outside of the team. So she hasn't been to many clubs. So she just is kind of taking TK's lead because she thinks TK's the coolest person ever and kind of is comically mimicking everything that he does and heads into where TK's headed. So similar sight like Lash walks into this throng of people and just, I don't know, I can't think of a good metaphor off the top of my head. The one that I think of is like, it's like watching um, like Alka-Seltzer dissolve in water. Like you <laughs> just sort of effervesce and become Become, yeah. <laughs> uh, become the group of people uh, all at once. Um, yeah, but not as gracefully as TK does. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a little it's a little bit more harrowing for you. Viv and Lux uh, find Gabe, uh, who is um, has his wits about him. Uh, has you know talked about partying all night long and sent you a picture of him wasted about seven minutes after he left the Mrs. Egg. But it seems like he's now pacing himself. Still wearing <laughs> the same thing, big billowy gold shirt. He's got a bunch of gold paint on his bald head over his tattoos. A lot of it is like faded now and he sees you and he puts his arms out. He's like, hey, good to see you guys. I'm so glad you were able to make it. And he looks at the Lux carrying a bunch of milks and I assume maybe Viv is helping and Mm -hmm. goes, are those for me? Oh, yeah. Uh, He takes a milk from you. Uh, Lux distributes them. Yeah. Uh, Lux has just got two sitting on the table by Gabe because um, Flash and TK aren't here. Um, And he holds out his glass. And Gabe says, what are we toasting to? You know, a night where we say goodbye to Mask, and it also probably could have saved us a lot of trouble in the coming days <laughs> if we were wearing them. I'll explain later. Uh, and uh, he takes the glass. <laughs> uh, Gabe says to Masks, you can't live with them. You can't live without them. Viv uh, <laughs> <Live> scowls, <laughs> but toasts. And you clink your glasses. Yep. you wake up what (laughs) it's the next day oh no (laughs) Uh uh-huh viv viv and tk you wake up on the mrs egg (laughs) okay 
it's like, you know, normal time. You wake up whenever you would normally wake up. How do you guys feel? I think it feels emotionally refreshed, but very physically hungover. Viv has several cramps because she hadn't made it to her hammock exactly. She's kind of only halfway on the hammock. And uh, she's a little <laughs> damp because Aberforth had evaporated at the sunrise. Be all, all in all, you guys had a pretty good night at iridescent recidivism. I think so. Aberforth got into a dance battle and people were <laughs> people were chanting, party lobster, party lobster. And Viv was like, yes. um, you know, hanging off a balcony like, that's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy. That's, I love that. that's my lobster. That's my lobster. It's part of me. That lobster is part of me. And she's talking at a very sleepy, um, like another magic user who is passing out, but she is just talking at them about summoning spirits just all night. The first thing TK does or did was he walked in the middle of the dance floor, closed his eyes, and just like felt the music, started moving, started swaying a bit. And then immediately after, that made a beeline to Gabe and took the first line of whatever he saw. Gabe never told you, but he gave you like a big nod. And uh, you had like a very colorful night. Not hallucinatory, but like yeah. really colorful. Uh, you know how um, in video games you can be in third person mode? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was his <laughs> night. He was slightly out, out of body. <laughs> Okay, Lux and Lash, you also wake up. You don't know where you are. <laughs> you are somewhere else. So I want to be really clear about a couple things. It is not necessarily the case that you got wasted. Uh, I'm going to let you decide whether or not your character had any drinks, had any substances at all. Like, that's your call. However, neither of you know where you are. You do not remember getting here. You are not together. You are in two separate places. Hmm. However, both of you do see roughly the same thing. Though, of course, Lux does not know that Lash is seeing roughly the same thing. Lash does not know that Lux is seeing roughly the same thing. Does that make sense so far? Yeah. Yeah. You're both in a very small room. It's kind of like a hotel room. Sort of like maybe a, or like a studio apartment. You're on the bed. The bedroom is also the living room, quote unquote. There's a trid screen on a bureau in front of you. To your left, on the other side of a small island, is a kitchenette and also a hallway that presumably leads to the front door and a bathroom. The floor, the ceiling, and all but one wall are poured gray concrete, rough to the touch, cold. The wall across from the bed behind the trid bureau has curtains that are drawn over a large window through which sunlight is pouring. There are a few fake plants around. There are a couple flimsy, ugly paintings on the wall. You both awake in the bed, fully clothed. You are missing all of your personal items. So you are not wearing any shoes. You do not have any jackets you are wearing, no belts, no watches, no calm, no weapons, no glasses, Lux, no bracers, none of it. Lash, you specifically, this room also is like kind of awful to be in because there's something that's producing a huge amount of noise and a ton of spam. 
every time you blink, it's like the whole room refreshes with new, like hundreds, if not thousands of just like blinking advertisements that make mm. it very hard to concentrate. It doesn't incapacitate you. You are not like, you know, prevented from taking action in the world, but it's very, very hard for you to keep your wits about you as far as like technology and resonance uh, is concerned. Like you would be able to take very like exceedingly simple actions, but like you don't feel a connection to the larger matrix. You're having a very hard time getting a sense of like what other technology is around, if anything. And I think that itself maybe makes you feel kind of queasy. So I want to be clear now about what we're going to do and what this game is. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, shit. I've never done a kidnapped mission in a, a tabletop role-playing game because I feel like it transgresses one of the things that's the most fun about tabletop role-playing games, which is bodily autonomy. You get to decide what your character is and does at every moment. It's the one thing that I, as the GM, don't get to decide. So I'm not going to decide how you were kidnapped. I'm just mm. going to tell you that you were kidnapped mm. through gameplay. And once it happens, it's going to become obvious how we do this. You are going to decide how you were kidnapped and how to escape the situation that you're in. Does that make sense so far? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And does that sound okay, at least as far as like a scheme for like, you guys feel safe. This doesn't feel like icky in any way. Yeah. Mm, okay. Feels cool. Yeah. Okay, great. Want, you just want to make it clear. You can decide that your character was drugged or whatever. I'm not going to decide that. Okay. Was this from a role? Um, yes. So Lux and Lash uh, were selected because you rolled under four on the willpower test that I asked you to do. Oh, with no. um, if all of you had rolled under four, then all of you would have been kidnapped. If one of you <laughs> rolled under four, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that makes sense then, because as we saw with the cigarette, this is this was a night where Lux didn't say no quickly enough. <laughs> and he kind of said yes to a lot. I don't Lux doesn't remember at all. He doesn't feel particularly hungover. Um, in fact, I think like just the cigarette itself may be the thing that he wish he didn't do the most from last night. Like that's when he, he wakes up and he's like, oh, I smell like smoke. Ugh. <laughs> um, because the inside of that place was surprisingly not very smoky or anything. Um, I guess most of the drugs <laughs> they do aren't smoke based. So that's kind of the only thing he's he's feeling. And now he's he's looking around himself and his person to see if any of his uh, possessions are on him. And he, and he finds that indeed they are not. Well, so if you are feeling around your person. OK, is that what you're saying? You're, you are yes, doing I am that? feeling around. I thought you said all of my possessions are gone. But yes, I, I, Lux does feel around his. Uh, yes. Uh, so his pockets of, and everything. All of your possessions are gone. However, in your uh -huh. left pocket, oh. you do find something. Oh. You find a tiny, balled-up fabric flag, uh, a, a national flag. So, here we go. Here is how you are going to decide uh, how you were all kidnapped. And mm -hmm. Lash, the same thing is going to happen for you. Lux, you pull this flag out. Mm -hmm. Nick... Yes. You tell me what nation is on the flag. <laughs> um, uh, the first one that came to mind was um, Italy. Okay. <laughs> you look at the Italian flag and you immediately transport back to the club. What? 
Not you bodily. Have it's a flashback. Of the flashback. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, it, you immediately like have a memory oh, from a last flashback, night. Oh, flashback, yes. It's like, yeah, you suddenly remember something where there was nothing in the evening. Nick. Yes. Not Lux, Nick. Yes. You are like kind of the DM now for a second. Ah! Okay, good. This, you, this is how it should have been from the very start, Mike. <laughs> I hate to say it. You tell us... Yes. Uh, this like this brings you back to a situation where the Italian flag is pertinent for some reason. That situation can involve any of your teammates, mm-hmm. and you can tell me and Taylor things that need to happen, or you can ask us questions about what the situation is like. But you generally will be the architect of that situation. Taylor will be a a person or group of people that have to be in the memory, um, but like. You don't have to worry about that. Taylor will do it. Lux, he kind of flashes back and a lot of stuff has happened before now. Like Lux has made a lot of friends. He seems to maybe have like, have a vague awareness that he lost some friends (laughs) that he made (laughs) that very night. There's been great, triumphs and big wins and and all kinds of uh, all kinds of things that would make for great stories if you could remember them and in the midst of this um, he sees lash um, actually arguing uh, with someone and he goes over to lash and he finds out that lash is telling someone that um, that the flag that they are holding is not the Italian flag it is the Irish flag <laughs> and I I would know that flag from anywhere. My dad hangs these flags all over the house. It's it's the Irish flag. Lash is talking to a human woman okay. who's like six foot two, weighs like 220 pounds, is wearing a, a like a long black coat and uh, has a, like blonde hair that's half, that has like streaks of black in it. She's, she's kind of tan. And uh, yeah, they're having a very animated conversation. Lux uh, jumps in and he says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, she she's had a she's had a long day. This is my this is my friend. Um, hi, I'm I, I'm Lux. Oh, hi. It's nice to meet. Oh, wait a minute. You two. I'm sorry we were fighting about the flag. I I'm not from here. We've been we were backpacking around and I've been collecting, you know, some things to to bring into, you know, New York City and but I uh-huh. think I did I see you two on I see you two on the Pizza about out the news that was going on this no, uh, anarchist. No. Oh, no. No, 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 yeah, I recognize you. No, no. don't. Oh, don't be humble. I he have, awesome. I, there are yeah. so many people who look like we me. We work with horses outside the city all day. Um, we've been doing that, and we are finally getting a break. <laughs> Uh-huh. You don't have to make up about horses for me. Okay. I saw you on the camera. I thought what you were doing was awesome. Okay. What, what did you see? What did you see these people doing? I'm sorry. I, 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 it, oh, it may you have were been fighting. Us, you I don't were know. fighting the fascists. Oh, oh, who are the who are the fascists? Oh, the, the cops that took over the chess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, oh, did you, should I not scream out? Hey, look, it's the no, people. No, 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 don't fight. scream out. I, I don't okay. know if that wasn't. We didn't do that, but I'm just curious. Okay. I didn't see. This Your secret, news. Your secret is safe for me. Okay. 
and then the memory kind of gets like really hazy after okay. that. There's like a big wink, and uh, you can tell that this woman also like makes a big wink at Lash, and then like uh, the conversation continues, but it kind of like you don't have a sense of of where it goes. Viv and TK, you are up and around. Uh, there is a conspicuous lack of Lux and Lash on the Mrs. Egg. Yeah, Viv walks into the galley expecting to see Lux turn around with a baked good. But no there, one's there. But no one's at the oven. Huh. TK walks in and starts making coffee. Uh, you've seen uh, Gabe? Is Gabe around? You have not seen Gabe either. Yeah, Viv is looking around with her hands kind of up in the air like... Does it seem a little quiet to you right now? Gabe is usually doing stuff. I feel like I not, usually hear him knocking around. Not Gabe. Lash. I usually <laughs> hear Lash knocking around, too. You know, now that you mention it, uh, TK checks his comm, because uh, I assume he can find Lash's location pretty tr- pretty easily. Yeah, even if you do normally have access to their current location, you don't see anything. The last shared location is iridescent recidivism. Lash, you're in this concrete hotel room. Both of you also see the same thing uh, in the kitchenette. There's no doors on any of the cabinets. There are a few appliances around, but not much. What do you want to do? Um, Lash, again, her headache has not gone away. She immediately goes to grab a Gatorade from her like cargo pants <laughs> and notices... There's, no, there's nothing there. She goes, ah, and she goes over to the kitchenette, hoping that maybe the mini fridge has some Gatorade in it. She opens it up. Empty. Ah. It's not even plugged in. It's not even cold. On top of her headache, again, she's she's noticing that she cannot really access the matrix very easily. It's very, very noisy in here. You blink like, and you what? open your eyeballs and you see literally it's, you could count it, but you don't like 1200 arrow advertisements for, for hot dogs. Ah, that sounds really good right now. And she <laughs> kind of like looks down at herself and she checks her pocket. You do not have anything on your person. <laughs> Damn it. So she is really hungry, so she's gonna look through the cabinets in 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 the in the kitchen. There is uh, one small uh, paper bag that's full of one large hunk of bread. So she takes that bread out. She sniffs it. Is yeah. it smell okay? It smells <laughs> fine. It's definitely a little hard, like it's stale, but it's food. She starts eating it. Yeah, it tastes like crap, but it's calories. All right. And as she's chewing on it, you know, with one hand, she goes over to um, the bathroom because she wants to take a look at what she looks like. So you go to the bathroom, you notice a couple things uh, on the way. First, (laughs) uh, there's a painting hanging on the wall uh, in the hallway that's on the way to the bathroom. It is a painting of a fire truck, and it looks like it was drawn by like a small child. Uh, So it's like sort of semi-abstract painting of of a fire truck pushed through the painting uh, like stuck in the paper or the canvas of it is an object and that object is a microphone so she immediately goes and she grabs for the painting to kind of take it off the wall 
Yeah, you take it off the wall, and the uh, you like have to sort of like jockey it, and like the microphone falls out, and you catch it, and you look at it, and when you grab the microphone and look at it, it's sort of like the cloud that's in your brain clears for a second, and you have a brief memory from last night. Lash all of a sudden remembers herself outside of the club and standing next to her is another orc, female orc. And she is yelling at her saying, no, you don't understand how fast I can run. And the other female orc is saying, no, I was all state, I was all county, I am the fastest runner. And she remembers the conversation going on. And of course, before they race, because they are going to race, she remembers them placing a bet. And Lash says, if you lose, you have to give me that jacket you're wearing. She is wearing a studded leather jacket and the studs uh, are all across the shoulders. uh, And on the back, they form a giant swirl. She goes, and this uh, female orc says, fine, fine. If you lose, you have to sing karaoke in the back room, my choice of song. Lash says, okay, fine. I would have done that anyway. (laughs) And they're off. It is neck and neck until the last moment where this female orc just like puts on the afterburners and pulls ahead. And there's like, people, you you gained a crowd. You were talking about it loud enough. You were both arguing about how fast you were. Lash was talking about boat lengths. This other orc who's like blonde, uh, but like her, the tips of her hair are dyed pink. Uh, she's like very athletic looking, uh, much shorter than Lash, but like, you know, still like obviously an athlete. Uh, you were both talking a really big game. And yeah, she, um, Against all odds, it seems, just, yeah, smokes you at the very end. Slam fucking cut to the karaoke. I mean, just slam (laughs) cut. Yeah, the karaoke room in the back of iridescent recidivism. Uh Uh-huh. And you, you, Lash, are belting out Camp Town races (laughs) so that we can have you actually (laughs) sing it and have actual backing music. Oh, yeah, that we're allowed to sing that? Yeah, it's fucking Camp Town Races. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Lash. <laughs> Is any other member of the team in the room when this happens? Oh, yes. Because this is not the main room. This is that she's taking you to the back. Yeah. Viv is auntie clapping offbeat in the back. <laughs> Lux is, uh, Nick, is Lux in there? Lux was there with the uh, woman he met uh, earlier. Um, Lux is just ex- was just explaining to this woman how miraculous it is that, that uh, Lash um, seemingly hasn't ever won a bet <laughs> from racing when she could run almost 40 miles an hour. <laughs> Like she is easily the fastest person he's ever seen run, and he, and she's never won a bet in a foot race. Um, it's just mind blowing the chances of this happening. Yeah, she seems like the kind of person who likes a challenge. Yeah, she definitely is. He's got another milk in his hand. <laughs> and then we hear ready. Yeah, directly into <laughs> the crowd and scre- slightly off. 
No, she's not. She actually seemed pretty well. Oh, shoot. It's so fast. Okay. The Countdown Lady, sing this song, Duda. Duda. The Countdown Race is five by long. Oh, Duda Day. Came there with the cat caved in. Duda. Duda. I go back home with a pocket full of tin. Oh, Duda Day. Gonna run all night. Gonna run all day. I'll bet all my money on the bobtail nag. Somebody bet on the bay. Longer tail Philly boo. Duda. Duda. That's that's my friend. <laughs> Back on the Mrs. Egg. You do not have a most recent location for Lash or Lux that is anything other than the club you were at last night. You have not seen Gabe this morning either. Mm. Uh, either they stayed all night and are still there? Or yeah, that's all I can think of. Should we calm Gabe? Yeah, why not? I'll calm Lux. Viv uh, sends you up to Gabe. <laughs> Gabe responds immediately with the word always. <laughs> <laughs> TK sends the same thing to Lux. Uh, you do not get a delivered uh, confirmation from the message that you sent to Lux. Ah, uh, so that's weird. What's weird? Looks like they're both offline. Get a message from Gabe that says, what do you need? Call me. Viv calls. Hey, what's up? Uh, hi, you kids partied hard last night, huh? Nice. I mean, I call them kids. I know you're not uh, a kid, but yes. you know what I mean. Where are you right now? I'm still at Iridescent. Uh, they needed some help cleaning up, and uh, I know the owners, so I thought it would be nice for me to just, you know, and you hear in the background, like, the sounds of uh, bags full of uh, drink containers, uh, empty drink containers sloshing around, and, like, you know, someone mopping up a floor, and uh, the sounds of cables being put away and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm here helping them clean up after last night. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty wild. Are Lash and Lux helping, too? Uh, no, I haven't seen them since late last night. I thought they were with you guys. They are not here. Huh. Weird. I mean, I, I saw um, uh, Lux was uh, hanging out with, um, what's her name? Uh, Kirk that uh, runs with that Nordic crew out of the Lower East Side. Uh, she's a good kid. Um, you know, I didn't mess around. I didn't like intervene. I think, you know, might be good for one another. She's like a little wild and, you know, Lux could loosen up a little bit. And, uh, I saw, did you see, did you see Lash run that race with, uh, Perla? Uh, I that was pretty, did. That was, I did. That was pretty good. That was pretty wild. Uh, yeah. And they're pals. Uh, so that's the last I saw. Um, uh, yeah, maybe they just, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to get involved myself in anybody's personal business. Okay. I don't really need to worry just yet. I don't think. DK, did you find out anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, tell Gabe I say hello. But also, uh, none of the message I sent to Lux wasn't delivered. So it means oh. he's offline. Lux is never offline. Viv relays this to Gabe that both of them are offline. Isn't it physically impossible for Lash to be offline? Yes. I think so. Viv, it sounds like it might be time to worry. Oh. Uh, if you want, I mean, I know the Greenhouse Gang. I can tell you where to find them. Uh, sorry, um, uh, Kirk and Perla's crew. 
they they run uh, with uh, some of the people that I know. Uh, they're like a, a local crew. They've been in the business not as long as you guys have, but, uh, you know, pretty long. I like them. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't think they would think it was weird that I was handing out their contact info. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send it along. Uh, they're like a, a pretty good crew. I actually think you guys would get along pretty well. So maybe there's a silver lining here. Oh, OK. Uh, Thank you. All right. Uh, let, me know if, let me know if you need anything else. I'll, I'll probably just be here for the rest of the day. OK. TK and I are going to check on this. We're going he, where? Hang, he hangs up and like, yes, <laughs> a couple seconds later, you get a location to an apartment in the Lower East Side. So Lash and Lux are not at the club anymore, but I have contact of the people they were last talking to. <clears throat> you say people they were last talking to. That's, that's what police say when they're doing investigations. Is this an investigation? Are we starting an investigation? I guess uh, I'll go get changed. You are now leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, get access to bonus one-off episodes. We just did another Morkborg game. It was very fun. Uh, our bi-weekly post-episode chat show, Fun Chatty, and our Discord. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash funcityventures. And of course, thanks to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat. Hi, I'm Bijan Steven, and you can find me online at Bijan Steven, B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, on Twitter and Twitch. On Instagram, I'm Bijan Cakes, B-I-J-A-N Cakes. I'm Jen De La Vega. I play Vivian Lakewood, and you can find me online at Randwitches. Hey, this is Nick Gersio. I play Lux Scythe, and you can find me online at N Gersio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O on Instagram and at Nicholas Gersio on Twitter. I'm Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog, and you can find me on social media at Shodell, at S-H-O-D-E-L-L. I am Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad guys, I think. Is that how it works? It's not clear. You can follow me online at taylor.biz. And my name is Mike Rugnetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Mike Rugnetta. You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at Fun City Ventures. This episode of Fun City was recorded at various locations around Brooklyn, New York. It was edited by Sam Grant and produced and sound designed by me, Mike Rugnetta. Pixel Refs does push-ups before entering the club. Fun City's music is by Sam Tyndall, with tracks by Will Savino. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kelly McHugh, and Kit Pulliam. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. <laughs>